Welcome to the Legendarium Green Team. I'm your host, Kip Tan, and with me today is Little Red Book. Hello. And here for his Green Team debut, Winty. Hello. It's been a few months, and we figured it was time for another bingo episode. We'll be talking about the second and third columns of the card, with descriptions and recommendations for each square. We also have some bingo news. For those of you unfamiliar with Book Bingo, the concept is simple. We've created a bingo card with 25 squares. Each square contains a category description, like portal fantasy or post-apocalyptic. Over the course of 2021, the goal is to read books that fit into the categories on the card. The point of Book Bingo is to broaden your horizons, to make you pick books you might not have normally come across, to help you find authors you might not have found. It's easy to stick to familiar material and authors, but we're trying to ease the difficulty of finding new favorites by providing a community effort to help out. You can find the bingo card and a detailed explanation of the rules on the Green Team Discussion Discord channel, as well as on our Twitter and Legendarium subreddit. A spreadsheet of initial recommendations for each square is pinned in the Discord, but everyone is happy to help you out. Since January 1st, we've had five people claim bingos, with many more following along and participating. The first bingo was claimed on January 17th by Eridandis, and as a reward for finishing so quickly, I sent his daughter to more Pierce Quartet two months later. <laughs> I am super punctual. About it. <laughs> she's, she's very happy about it, and it's lovely to see. Yes. So let's go down and explain the rules for each of the bingo squares a little bit more in detail. First square, epistolary novels. Red, do you want to take this one? So these are books that are written with in-world documents. So like journal entries, letters, recordings. A really good example of this is How to Lose a Time War. So basically the whole book is the characters writing letters to each other. And they're beautiful letters. And they're like yes, encoded they in all sorts of different methods. Oh, yeah. That was actually a really fun book. I'm glad I read it. That's what I read for my for that square. The hard mode means that it actually has like markings and whatnot on the pages, which is a little hard for me to do because I do audio mostly. But <laughs> yeah, World War Z is a good example of this book, that type of book. Uh, the Illuminae Files is yes. a great example if of a YA fantasy like sci-fi thing that I absolutely fell in love with the first book. I was like, okay, this is what I want to read right now, and then. It got a little too YA for me at times. Oh, did it? But, but I really enjoyed the series. Oh, I've yeah. only read the first one. I did that from multiple authors. And it, it was delightful. It, it grates on you a little bit more when you read all three in quick succession. So maybe okay. take a break from this one. Like <laughs> between. Uh, but yeah, I, I like this category. Winty? Yeah, I don't think I have read many books with this style, but I'm interested in it. I think Black Company might be the one that I choose, but also, yeah, How to Lose the Time War also sounds very interesting, so I'm still on the side. And if you want to go like a classic, there's Dracula, oh, which yeah. is an epistolary novel. Yeah, and I actually, okay. I thoroughly enjoyed that book. A nice little piece of history. <laughs> there's a reason it was so successful. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Female Protagonist by a Female Author. The primary protagonist of the book must be a female character, and the author must also be a woman. Pretty simple. Uh, hard mode is if the character is an older woman. And for this, I would say like 35 plus. But, you know, if they're an elf, they might be 400. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone have any favorites for this one? I have too many. I don't, I don't even know I, where to start. I'm going to say a name. 
Lois oh, no. McMaster Bejold. Oh, no. <laughs> and Paladin of Souls and Cordelia's Honor are both books with middle-aged women. One is sci-fi, one is fantasy. Take your pick. She's the best. You should read her. I can't um, disagree. What I had read that would fit in this category and I really enjoyed was The Poppy War uh, from, oh. um, what's the, what's the oh. first, M.F. Kuang. Hmm. It's pretty dark, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's definitely on my list of books I want to read for sure. But yeah. I'm going to I'm going to be actually putting it on a later category, so I'll save it to Len. Yeah. But Bobby War fits here, and it also fits in historical events. It does. Next up is Utopian Dystopian, and this book provides an in-depth example of a utopia or dystopia civilization and society. I don't know what more I can say than our Utopia episode, which came out a couple weeks ago. Yes, um, that was be. <laughs> I said a lot on that podcast. Eridandis and Befuddle Panda joined me. We had a great time. Check it out. But Red, Winty, what are some of your favorites? Favorite is always a hard word for this because normally I find it horrifying, um, mm. <laughs> including one that you liked. By the way, that <laughs> um, I, I've but... never claimed that a civilization that works for me would work for anyone else. <laughs> But if you're looking for something that's short and sweet, Fahrenheit 451 is a good one because I'm reading a lot of books, so I'm looking for short books. Okay. So there's that. Winty? I'm definitely interested in Fahrenheit 451, but also 1984, just because it's a classic and I haven't read it yet. So oh, Yeah, I mean, that those, are, those are both books <laughs> that stick with you. There's definitely scenes you can't forget. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Lord. what I will say about those books. Yeah, I'm thinking of one right now from 1984, and I'm like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I read the uglies for this one, by the way. Let's go on to translated work. It's the next square. This book was originally published in a language other than your own. So I only speak English. This is really easy for me. I'm probably going to read one of the Witcher books, and I'm going to love it, and it would be wonderful. But optionally, I also have this like kind of short story from Sweden picked out called The Unit, which is a dystopia based on like once you reach 50 or 60 or something, you go into a nursing home and then they start quietly collecting your organs. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because like you've reached end of life, but no, nothing says you can't be useful. But they take very good care of you while they collect your organs. So I guess there's an upside. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I don't know. This, this is just the blurb that I've read on the back of the book. Oh. But the protagonist falls in love with another dude at the nursing home, and then they like try and escape. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds um, interesting. So hard mode for this one is that the book was not originally written by a man. Oh, and I forgot to mention that hard mode for Utopian Dystopian is that you actually like the society of the book. And... That one is why I have like six different things in my Utopia Dystopia Square as potentials, but I don't know if any of them will actually fit for hard mode. This <laughs> might be my most difficult hard mode on my square. So how are you playing this translation, Wendy? Because you read mostly English books. Are you going to count yeah. an English book? No, I think it would be really against the spirit of the rule if I just read an English book because, yeah, I always read English books, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I went with is what I go with is a Chinese book, the free body problem. But mm. since I doesn't have read it, I can't really recommend it yet. But what I have read is 
German book that I can't count as translated, but I think most of you who listen can count it as translated work. It's the Elven from um, Bernhard Henne. Um, yeah, it's what you can expect from a book that's called The Elven. It's about Elven creatures who have to save the world. And yeah, there okay. is some... How, how, uh, how old is it? 2009. Oh, 2009. It's released okay. in 2009. Oh, no, that's the... 2004, it's... 2009, it's the next book ah. in the series. It's a series, but it's really a standalone the one the first book is translated to english so that's why i can't recommend it cool the later ones i don't think are translated to english or not all at least so the next square is comedic satirical a book that's designed to make you laugh often riley or not hard mode the comedy must be at least partially about books so this one's easy uh, you just recommend Terry Pratchett and you're done, right? <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> there are some other things to recommend. I do enjoy Robert Asprin. He's pretty fun. And of course, Hitch- Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, I have yes. that in that field, but... Yeah. Hitchhiker's Guide's it's hard true. mode. Is it? Does it refer yeah. to books? The Hitchhiker's Guide is a book. Oh, that's true. But uh, it's yeah. not about books. I would say it's about the book. I would say it's about the Hitchhiker's no, Guide. I don't think it does. I, I disagree. And like the way of life that that guide is promulgating. I guess. I, I disagree. I would recommend The Air Affair by Jasper Ford for hard mode. I, I would say there's a lot of people who have like, don't panic tattooed on their body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not a great book and you shouldn't read it. That's not what I'm saying. I just disagree I, that it, I, it it's hard mode. I don't think it is. I think it's at least partially about humorous books. Okay. <laughs> it, like an in-universe okay. humorous book that you sells win. a lot better you than win. the Encyclopedia Galactica or whatever. You win. Okay, you win. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> You're just happy. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. So that's column R. Woohoo. Finish all those. Find a utopia that you actually like. You know, it may be more difficult than other things, but find it and you can do it. Ready to move on to column A? I am. I don't yeah. have anything else to say. Central column, column A, starts off with no humans. This book ideally can exists in a world which either never had humans or no longer does. If all the humans die at the start of the book, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's enough of these in science fiction and fantasy, but I, and I wish there were more. But there's some fun examples. One of my favorites for people who enjoy reading dry books about dimensional theory is Diaspora. <laughs> that fits into the latter category of basically humans aren't mentioned after the start of the book. So I, for this particular square, I read Saturn's Children. Mm. I recommend it. hard I, mode. I, yes, I recommend it with caution because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not for kids. <laughs> A very grown-up book. But another yes. book that I considered I did not read was Flatland, because I've heard that that's a really interesting book. Yeah, that would absolutely fit. And you know, I don't think I've ever actually read that full book, only excerpts. Hard mode for this one, because I didn't mention, is there's no sentient organic life in the book at all. Or at least there isn't for most of the book. Maybe it dies. If it dies, that's fine too. Can it have flowers? Are the flowers organic? Yes, but they're not sentient. Mm, then that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's a category that I have no idea 
yet how to go there, but sounds interesting. I don't think I even heard much about books with no human life or even organic sentient life. They're kind of rare. Uh, yeah. it, the, the author's taking a chance when they write something like that. Yeah. Things with like all robots are becoming more popular. Things like after all the robots have killed humanity. Yeah. <laughs> robots sounds like a easy way to go there. Yep. Someone mentioned a series in Green Team discussion of a planet where everyone's only like dragon hybrids. And that sounded interesting. Yeah, because that would be no humans. Yep. Redwall, by the way. Yep. Redwall, no humans. And that's a fun series. I like to think that all the humans in Redwall died of like a plague. And it's just the animals who have succeeded the earth. It's weird because they have horses and carts. The sizes in Redwall make no sense. Yeah, it, it does No sense. It, it's fun, and it has great food form. <laughs> so if you like reading about food. <laughs> yeah, but the sizes, no. You just have to accept that everyone's roughly the same size somehow. Okay, so no ease. This is a fun one that I fought for because I just thought it was fun. <laughs> I thought it was fun to try and find a book with no ease. Hard mode is multiple words with no ease. And so we've already mentioned a few of these books. But yeah. oh, go ahead. Yeah, we mentioned already in 1984, Dracula. There's too many for me to give a recommendation for the square. I'm going to be leaving this one open and then at the end of the year, like saying, hey, what book did I read with no ease in the title? <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning on reading Lord of Light, which great book. Great yeah, Atrocity sent to me because he owned it and wasn't going to read it. And so I was like, see our episode on Lord of Light. Exactly. I was just going to say that. And after I listened to that episode, with all the spoilers, I was like, I want to read that book. Good. Yeah. That's one of the few books that I actually have a physical copy of right next to my desk at all times. So are we going to talk about Discord Buddy Read? We can talk I... about Discord Buddy Read. Cool. Guess who I did my buddy read with? Which one? I did it uh, Old Man's War. So you have like four buddy I reads? Have, I have five. You have five <laughs> buddy reads. But I'm only using one for buddy read, and that was Old Man's War. And I read it with Lammy and Chesky. And we have an episode coming out tomorrow, as of when we're recording. <laughs> and I'm super excited because we have a guest host. But yeah. guess who Wendy did as Buddy Reed with? I did Lies of Locomora with Red and Ross. What's his full name? Atrocity, but he's, he, everyone knows he's Ross, yeah. So that was really That's, fun. Yeah, it, I can just recommend Buddy Reads on Discord. It's just fun to read in the group and discuss it. So I even I, took the diagonal as goal just to do a buddy read. So. <laughs> I set up a buddy read with House of the Cerulean Sea with Panda and Chesky and some other people. And I ended up really not liking that book at all. And oh. it was fun to see how people were very surprised that I did not like this book. And you read it with Chesky who likes everything. Chesky likes everything. He was like, Kip, you're going to like this book. And I was like, mm, I'm <laughs> ranting about this book. <laughs> I miss some epic Kip rants. I totally would. <laughs> I love Kip rants. <laughs> they make me happy. That, that book needed to decide what age it was for. This is not a review episode. <laughs> Discord is a fantastic community that we've built. And I love it. I love it so much. And I... Anyone listening, you can go there, you can join, and people will read books with you. It's not yeah. going to be an issue. 
Red has five buddy reads. Don't bug her, but bug anyone else. <laughs> well, if they're already reading a book that I was going to read, then I'll be happy to read. <laughs> yes, Red is too nice. I'm not too nice. I enjoy it. It's so much fun. I consider every podcast I've done a buddy read. I do too, but a lot of mine are rereads. <laughs> okay. I so far do not have any rereads on my bingo square. Map Neither out. do I. Hard mode is have a group of at least five people total. So that's four people that you meet up and talk with. It's great. And honestly, not that hard to do. If you follow a book and you do a read in preparation for an upcoming green team episode, it's very easy to get more than four people, more than five people in a group together. Yeah. Next up, square. Historical. No, our next square is it won a 2021 award. So this book has to have won an award this year, even if it was a, for a book published in 2020. So Hugo, Nebula, Locus, and we just found out that the House in the Cerulean Sea won two awards this year. So it qualifies as hard mode for the square, and that's where I'm moving it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to go back to Buddy Reed real quick. So okay. Okay. it can be a Buddy Reed for somebody else and not for you, as long as you guys are reading it together. Yes. Important clarification note. As long as you're reading it for the first time, it's fine. Yeah. And even if it's a reread, if it's your one reread, that's fine. Right. This is, a, this is about you. This is about expanding your borders. Not about what your Discord buddies have or haven't read. So back to awards. Panda has helpfully put linked into the normal mode square on our recommendation spreadsheet. So you can go there, click on the link, and see what has won an award. Yeah. We've only got two. So we'll be updating that as the year goes along. I think it's a little early for this square to really be filled in too much. But apparently I accidentally did it. <laughs> did you? Or maybe Panda did it. No, no, no. I accidentally read House in the Cerulean Sea. Oh, I see what you're saying. And, yes. and it won two awards. And I was like, okay, well, you, you know what? Whatever. Next up and final is historical events slash alternative history. So this book contains either real historical events or some sort of version, allegory, transformation of them. So something like the Poppy War is based on real historical events from Asia. And so definitely qualifies. And as hard mode, the history being alluded to isn't Western. So that can be African, that could be South American, that could be indigenous peoples, that could be all sorts of things. Maybe branch out of standard Western fantasy and science fiction. I've read enough fantasy series based on the War of the Roses. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so you're not going to do Priest of Bones or whatever that is? <laughs> no. No, no that. more War of the Roses for me. Well, you could do Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, which is... Are already done. Well, what are you <laughs> going to do for it? <laughs> I plan to do Calculating Stars by Mary Robinette Koval. Great book. I listened to Origin that she co-wrote with Sanderson. So I'm interested to read more from her. I have not read that book. I have read Shades of Milk and Honey. Is there a shadow? Anyway. The, the Jane mm. Austen one. <laughs> yeah, no, she's an excellent author. I definitely read all of those Lady Astronaut books as soon as they come out. <laughs> what did I read? I read His Majesty's Dragon. That was fun. It's a fun book. For those who aren't aware, The Calculating Stars is an alternative history event of basically the rise of NASA. Oh, oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah, specifically the rise of NASA, if 
maybe the earth had been hit by a meteor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it could also be post-apocalyptic. It's like a mini apocalypse because it hit the ocean. It did some big tsunamis. It kind of severely impacted the eastern seaboard, but it wasn't as big as it could have been. And it wasn't enough to immediately like kill off humanity or anything. Cool. Sounds yeah. fun. Let me know how you like it, Wendy. Yeah. But it was definitely enough to spur a more active space program. Sorry, Wendy. I'm very excited to hear you read this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got- probably a bit down on my tbr but i will go to it at some point so my goal is to be the first person to reach blackout and i'm really close Ooh, you are very close i am finishing up black sun today i'm gonna have war. to send your children some books too they won't read them <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how i have failed somehow as a mother i don't know i don't know where i went wrong Maybe I'll get number two son a D&D book or something. Oh, that would be <laughs> He would like that. I'm sure he would. Actually, has he read Cradle? He has not, but I bet you he would like that from listening. <laughs> he re- he's read Scythe. Okay. Okay. So he'd probably like yeah, Cradle. That'd be fun. Okay. Anyone have some other closing thoughts? Uh, no. Okay. No, I just wanted to say thank you, Winty, for joining us. It was really nice to have a new voice. And I hope yeah. you come back. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's, it's fun. Okay. So thanks for joining us today. And for this episode more than any other, I look forward to the talk on Discord. If you haven't joined us there already, please consider it as the Bingo Talk Among Patrons has been fantastic. Thank you, Red and Winty. And thank you, Horizon Brave, for starting this all. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.